0: Welcome back to A Little Literally, 10 minute discussions of bookish topics on our radar. If Lit Society is the novel, then A Little Literally is the foreword. It's full of everything we couldn't fit into the show. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll find I'm once again in the bathtub, but my outfit is inspired by Medea. You see it? Welcome to part two of our scientific and extremely accurate breakdown of what your favorite future book will be based on your favorite Tyler Perry movie. Since last week's episode, many of you have voiced your opinions of Tyler Perry. To us, thank you. But no matter what you think of Mr. Perry, you cannot deny that his work is prolific, undeniable, life-changing, unforgettable. I literally cannot forget some of the things he's shown me in his movies. Sir Perry is slapping women across counters on this land and we let him. Why do we do that? As you know, my BFF and I read one book a week. It's a lot. But all that readings help us develop a mental catalog of literature, a brain berry, if you will, from which we can pull your future favorite book. So here's your future favorite book based on your favorite Tyler Perry movie. Let's get to it. Why did I get married? Marcus! You always have to embarrass me. Look at you, Marcus. You are an embarrassment, okay? During their annual vacation, eight married friends examine their relationships when they come face to face with one pair's infidelity. The marriages are what? They're in trouble. What is Tyler's source material? The great thing about this story is the isolation of the characters from the world. All the best scenes occur when they're in the snow-capped mountains of Colorado. Everyone disconnects their devices. Well, everyone is supposed to disconnect their devices, and this creates a great type of tension amongst the characters, and actually between the film, the art, and those viewing it or taking it in. So they've all. So all the characters have disconnected from the world, from their hectic jobs, from their lives, uh, from their children. And they have forced themselves to focus on their marriages while in the company with six of their closest friends. Like, I got questions, but that's for another episode. All these characters, by the way, are completely unlikable, save for Tasha Smith's Angela. Oh, y'all want to hear something? (laughs) This is so weird. So the hotel I'm in now, they told me, you know what's going to make your room really cool Tasha Smith stayed there in your room last week. That was crazy. Tasha Smith was pro- is in this bathtub. That's weird. But isn't that crazy? Anyway, I think what this movie lacks is full camp. Like it takes itself way too seriously, more seriously than the viewer. Imagine Janet Jackson's character actually sets up these annual retreats just to ruin her friend's lives one by one. Wait, is that what's going on here? Oh! She evil. Congratulations. If Why Did I Get Married is your favorite Tyler Perry movie, then your future favorite book is, it's Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None. And let me tell you why. Unlikable people self-sequestered on an island. Yes, mm-hmm, yes, we see the theme. None of them are likable, even the likable one. Shout out to Anthony Marston. Then one by one, they are unalived. Except one of them is behind it all. He is the puppeteer, if you will, the Janet Jackson of the story. Now, some of you have been waiting through part one and part two, and you're like, when is she gonna bring up my movie? I got you, I know what it is. And you're a psychopath. It's Medea's family reunion. Take your place! I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoy that monologue. And Cicely is so beautiful. Young black man, young black women, take your place. Starting now! First of all, please don't forget that this is the sequel to Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. While planning her family reunion, Southern matriarch Medea must contend with the other dramas on her plate, including the rebellious teenager, who is Kiki Palmer, by the way, who has been placed under her care, as well as her love troubled nieces. Yeah, this is the messiest family I've heard of ever in my life. As you know, the singles are miserable and the married are lost. Because their marriages are what? In trouble. The acting in this movie is melodramatic. I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. When I said Medea had the messiest family of all time, though, I lied. Because the real Simmons family lives in Buckingham Palace. And if Medea's family reunion is your favorite Tyler Perry movie, then your favorite future book is nonfiction, and it is. Spare by Prince Harry and let me tell you why. This is the real Simmons family. They live in Buckingham and their names are Windsor Mountbatten. They lie, they cheat, they steal time in the press from other family members. And just like Medea's family reunion, this book ends with a wedding and one member choosing to sneak away from the toxicity of public opinion while remaining very much in the press. It's complicated. Also, fun fact, Tyler Perry saved Prince Harry and Meghan, Duchess of Sussex, from basically being houseless in Calabasas. Look it up. So just as a reminder, all the books I've mentioned in part one and part two of the series of your future favorite book, based on your favorite Tyler Perry film, we've covered on the Lit Society podcast. So look at our show notes. I'm going to change them now and click on the episode that features your future favorite book. If your favorite Tyler Perry movie was not featured in this episode, check out part one. It's probably there. And be sure to tune into Lit Society this Thursday, where we'll dive into the time travel murder mystery, Wrong Place, Wrong Time by Jillian McAllister. So thank you. Love you. Keep reading and we'll see you Thursday. Bye.